What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little, the podcast that's all about helping you feel more confident with your kinks so you can share them with your significant other. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm your host, Lo. If you're anything like me, you've always been curious about going to kink events, but you're not entirely sure which one is right for you or how to even find out about these events that go on. So our special guest today, Steve, is here to help. He is a daddy with a ton of experience in the community, both online and in person. I love chatting with him because he's just really down to earth. One of my favorite parts of doing this show is getting to connect with some ABDLs that I actually really relate to. So Today, Steve's going to give us some tips on how to find out about events and even share some of his mistakes that he's made in the past with opening up to Vanilla Partners. His stories actually inspired me to create the free download for this episode, which is a list of the four most awkward ways to bring up your kink, plus better ways to approach them. Now, the only reason I feel like I'm able to create this free download is because I've also made every single one of these mistakes and I want you to avoid them at all costs because they are very awkward situations that you can be in. So now if you're already doing one of those four things listed in the free download, don't worry. I know we've all been there. I mean, this is really hard to talk about what you want and trying to figure out the best way to approach it is always a little tricky. So to get your hands on this uh, free download, head over to thelittlelounge.com slash 92 download. As always, I'll link to that in the show notes along with links to Steve's social media profiles in case you want to get in touch with him. All right, let's do this. What's up, Steve? Thank you so much for coming on Dream a Little. How are you doing today? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm so glad you're going to come on and share your experience a little bit. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in the ABDL community? Okay, yeah. So I'm the daddy. Only a recently discovered daddy. There's always a kink fetish for me. It was always a sexual kink fetish. I uh, met my little girl eight years ago. She was the first person I really met that was a proper, well, a DL, really. She was more interested in diapers and not so much in the AB part. We kind of dabbled in the, the AB part of it in the bedroom, but it was, my, it was really more of a bit of role play rather than anything else. It was still sexual, and it wasn't until we started going to events that I discovered this really cool daddy side to me, the caring, nurturing, loving, non-sexual side to it. So it's progressed and grown, and especially in the last sort of two or three years, it's it's um, really evolved and turned into something I never knew it would. That's great. That's really interesting that she started off as a DL, like strictly DL, or was she kind of interested in the AB side as well? Yeah, I think she was. She's always embarrassed about it, just like how I was always embarrassed about finding it sexual and interesting. Um, so I think she's trying sort of hid it rather than anything else because I wasn't that welcoming to it I guess she still repressed it and it wasn't until we went to events and saw these other littles running around being little and it kind of put her at ease and then she started being little more and I started really liking it from a non-sexual point of view and yeah it's just 
grown and blossomed into something I never thought was kind of possible. Yeah. Wait, how did you two meet? Did you meet online then? Yeah, we met on a website called Diaper Space when MySpace was big. I mean, oh I'm my 40- gosh, is that site uh, even still around? No, no, long gone, long gone. But yeah, we met on that. Like we had a few chats and then we Skyped and then we were meeting and that was it. As soon as I met her, that was that was it. I was like, oh my God. I, I did not. Different. I did not even realize that you could meet people on that site. I thought it was just videos and pictures and things like that. Oh, hang on. Have I got the name wrong then? Diaper space. Yeah, it was. It was a diaper, ABDL sort of um, singles website. Are you thinking of something else? Maybe, maybe I am. But it sounds like you got really lucky because I feel like (laughs) most people meet on FetLife or one of those bigger sites, right? Yes. Yes, we were very lucky. Yeah, extremely lucky. Crikey, my whole life changed when I met her. And uh, when at 45, which I am now, you know, I am more happy now than I ever was in my 20s and 30s, exploring all my sexual kinks and interests. Yeah, that's amazing. So before your current girlfriend, or I'm not sure if you guys are engaged, fiance. Yeah, we're engaged. I don't know if we ever would actually get married. None of us really believe in marriage. So, yeah, I refer to her as my girlfriend. She actually is my fiancé. But... Well, your partner. <laughs> yeah. But before your current partner, did you ever open up to anyone who was vanilla about your kinks? Yeah, see, I experimented so much with so many sexual kinks over the years with so many kinky partners. I mean, nearly every single girlfriend I went out with was pretty dirty and pretty happy to explore things we tried all sorts of i mean i've got so many funny sexual stories but none of them revolve around diapers it all failed every single time some in varying degrees of embarrassment and disgust (laughs) (laughs) okay wait let's start with the worst because i want to hear the worst no i should have kept my mouth shut shouldn't i (laughs) I'm a kind of a closet DL. It's something that I've always hidden because I told you it's a sexual kink and I've always been severely turned on from a very young age of women wearing diapers. I find it a submissive symbol and it makes me feel more in control. But I've also got this other side of finding wearing my, me wearing diapers myself. It's a, it's a physical kink. It's there's nothing mentally about it, but that physical feeling of wearing one is actually quite a turn on. And I've always battled this. Anyway, I met this one seriously kinky girl that I knew fancied the pants off me. And uh, she lived a long way away. And we had lots of chats on the phone. She was a friend of a friend. I stupidly wanted to get there as quickly as possible, decided to wear a diaper because it was a four hour car journey. Rocked up at her door. She's standing there in this sexy, cute, lovely lingerie, cute little thing she was. And she had petals all on the floor, candles all by the door. I've rocked up. She's got a big fat dude waiting for me. We sat down. And what did I do? Pull my trousers down and show that I'm wearing a diaper. No. What the fuck are you doing, sir? (laughs) (laughs) So, um... Yeah, it kind of died instantly at that point. I mean, that's from pure ignorance, being young and being stoned and just being a complete and utter <laughs> idiot. I just, I knew she, was, she was so kinky and so open about everything. I just then went, sod it, and just 
threw it in her face. There was no consent there. She had no idea. And yeah, I'd gone up there for a dirty weekend and spent the rest of the night watching trashy TV with her on the sofa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that never goes over well if you don't talk about it first. Usually it's very awkward because I've actually done the same thing. (laughs) And I know that when you surprise someone by just wearing around them, it's very confusing and extremely awkward because they're just shocked. Like, why? Why? (laughs) I think the problem is you're so desperate to want to share that with someone that you take risks that logically you normally wouldn't do. You know, I was so desperate to share that side, not my DL side. I wanted to share my fantasies with, with women. And I was just sort of so desperate with her. And I just thought, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And looking back, it was such a, a wrong thing to do. It was so unfair on her part. You know? yeah. <laughs> oh, girl, she was so awkward. It was never mentioned again. Trust me, I understand. And you don't want it to be mentioned again at that point. You're just like, let's just forget that ever happened. (laughs) Okay, so um, that was one experience. That was the worst, you said? Yeah. Some of the better ones. I had a girl that was, she absolutely loved being tied up. So I bought myself a sewing machine and I got into making all sorts of sort of padded medical restraints oh, I got into making straight jackets and and gags and all that lot but of course when you tie somebody up and uh, I used to force orgasm and uh, edging with her and, you know all buzzy toys and stuff it was a lot of fun but of course at some point she'd want to be untied to go to the toilet mm-hmm. so that to my advantage didn't I and suggest that she wore a diaper while she was tied up How'd that go? It it worked great because we then used diapers in every single bonded session we had, but they were never seen. And she quite enjoyed them, but she viewed them as a humiliation thing and also a tool for not having to be untied, which is never what I really wanted. Right. Um, So you didn't, did you try to kind of explain to her? that you wanted her to wear at other times, or were you too afraid? Yeah, I was kind of too scared. I've always been scared. I've always been worried what people would think. So no, I kind of just hoped it would evolve on its own, which again, it's just so naive. That doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I've tried that too. You you drop Uh, all these hints. And you, you say these things, but, you know, they just think you're joking around and they, they're not going to just pick up on that that easily. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> Guys, even more so, you definitely can't hit with, hint with men. No. Men do not, <laughs> never, never hint with a man. You've got to tell them to them straight. <laughs> so since, since you've opened up to, you know, quite a few people, I'm not sure if you've opened up to a lot of people. Um, yeah. Have you ever been exposed or has someone told like a close friend or family member about your kinks that you know of at least no but we think my girlfriend lodges he was living with two good friends of hers she came and stayed with me for a weekend when she went back i just said right pack your bags we want you left by the end of the week 
and they gave no explanation. She was too embarrassed to ask, but were both pretty convinced that they found her stash. And they kicked you out because of that? Yeah, kicked her out. They gave okay, her a week to move out. Wait, what kind of stash is this? Are we talking uh, like a closet full? No, just a couple of diapers and a pair of plastic pants. That was pretty much it. But so, you know what? I kind of get it. I do understand that. I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was angry. She was so embarrassed, although there was no definite proof. But I do understand why Vanillas will think that. So many people don't get that. I totally get why people will immediately jump to the wrong conclusion that you're, you know, you're sexualizing me. Well, they might not even think it's sexual, but, you know, you're, you're wearing diapers, you know, something that only young kids, babies wear. It's wrong. And, you know, I get that closed attitude of so many people. It's, it's wrong, but I understand why they think that way. Yeah, I could see how people could make that association fairly easily. Especially, you know, with uh, the ABDLs who are on television well, yeah, and the way that they portray them. Yeah. That's not helped the cause at all, has it? No, not at all. <laughs> it's I and Jerry Springer. Good God, they're the two things that they're going to find if they search search online. And it's like, please. Yeah, somebody- I, I remember very vividly when I was very young and that episode came on TV and my grandma turned to me and she goes, people wanting to dress up like babies. How sick and twisted is that? And I was like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, God, kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never seen them, but there's a film called, I think, The Babysitter. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> Isn't it something about a, 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 a man that's treated as a... The baby. It's called The Baby, isn't it? Baby, right. I vaguely remember seeing that when I was about 17 with my mates, and it was all like, oh, my God, this is so sick. And I'm secretly thinking, oh, my God, this is the actual premise of it was, you know, really fascinating to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. I definitely rented that movie a couple of times, not going to lie. <laughs> I can't remember anything about it other than, uh, yeah, I find it interesting. So do you two have a lot of friends in real life that you've met like from the community online? Yeah, we've met so many lovely people. We've not, not so many from online. I've got a couple of really great friends that I've only met online and Skype with. Best person I have ever chatted to penguin 417dl she's on instagram and little penguin girl i think she goes under on no that's her tumblr account uh oh do you know the girl i mean yes yes definitely she's super cute she is so fun we've had so many fun fun conversations quick story about her she didn't tell her now fiance about her her interests and she's moved in with him they're getting married and she was too embarrassed to tell him and i spent months convincing her to tell him yes and she did she done it how did it go oh i have asked her permission she said this is fine by the way okay yeah it went it went all right <laughs> it didn't that chuck doesn't around. sound very convincing <laughs> he's just like he's sort of, yeah whatever babe if that's what you like that's what you like and that's pretty much it <laughs> I feel like that's actually a good reaction to get you yeah, know def- yeah yes definitely 
It's not the best. I mean, I think it's unrealistic to ever expect your partner to be like, really? That's awesome. That's great. (laughs) That's what I wanted. I wanted it so bad for him to go, oh my God, I always knew. I'll just wait for you to tell me. Yeah. Get your ass in bed now. I'm putting you in a diaper and a onesie. (laughs) You're staying up this whole weekend. That's what I I used to fantasize about. Someone just being like, oh my gosh, I'm into that too. No way. (laughs) That would have been so cool. And I'm, I'm, it's so sad in a way. But she's happy with it the way it is. He now knows. It's not a secret anymore. And, you know, it's cool. But I just wanted so much more for her. She's such a sweet girl. She's a really, really stunning person. And I just really wanted, I wanted her to have what we have, really. That's what it boils down to. Well, you know, maybe they will. When I first told my boyfriend, he was, he had the same reaction. He was like, oh, okay, well, I could never do that. But that's cool yeah. that that's your thing. And now he diapers me like all the time and he's really taken on to the daddy role. So I feel like it's possible to have things evolve if you're patient, you know, and it starts with being honest. I mean, that's just a huge relief to get it off your chest and not have to yes. hold that secret inside, you know? Yes, definitely. It has to be approached the right way. I never did it in the right way. That's why I have quite a negative view of trying to introduce it to vanilla. Because I just did it all very wrong. <laughs> well, what what other ways did you do it wrong? I really want to know because I love hearing different mistakes oh, that people oh, have made. No, <laughs> like a dick. <laughs> Go, move on, move on, please. <laughs> okay, 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 fine. So, um, do any of your friends or family know about the side of you no good god no i'd be mortified yeah me too i'm in the I, same boat i've got so many good friends and we've got quite a few vanilla friends quite a few friends well, not quite a few there's a couple of good friends that you almost know they'd go hey cool that's you know whatever that's absolutely great but i still wouldn't tell them we don't think they have any reason to know and if it went wrong they would view us in a, in a different way. I don't want that. I want to keep it separate. We've got our kink side and our normal vanilla side, and they're very separate. Although, yes, we've got good friends that we meet up with that are into the scene, which is lovely, having friends that you get on really well with, but also have that shared interest. But, yeah, I don't want friends or family outside of the kink knowing. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. I've found that I've only opened to one friend. And that was it. And that's because she pried over and over. She's very persistent. (laughs) She had to know what it was. And it got to the point where she was actually a little bit scared because I wasn't telling her. (laughs) And she was like, what? Do you like to murder people? Do you like to have sex with dead bodies? (laughs) Oh, wait wait a minute. There is, isn't there? Yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah. So at that point, I feel like I had no choice other than to just tell her what it was. And luckily, she was accepting. But I'm in the same boat. Unless you're planning on involving them in some way, it's kind of unnecessary. Yeah, very. And so awkward if it goes wrong. So awkward. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Do you have any advice for people who are struggling to kind of tell their partner about their kinks? (laughs) <laughs> joking right <laughs> <laughs> well don't, just from this episode I've, I've figured out don't surprise them 
by wearing. Definitely have a conversation about it first. And um, what was the other one? Um, I, I, I mean, a lot of it's been covered by so many different people you've interviewed. But it's the honesty part, but also, as you've put it in the past, owning it. To be embarrassed about it and go, well, I've got something that's really embarrassing to tell you and be all shy and coy about it, it doesn't set it off on the right foot because immediately they're like, oh, my God, what is it? I think you've got to um, definitely think if it's done in the right way. But the thing is, it's, it's up to every individual. and What would definitely work for one person might be completely wrong for somebody else. So it's really hard to say in a broad sense, you're having trouble introducing your partner, then you should do this and you should do that. Because it's, oh, I don't know, it's really hard offering advice. I like giving my opinions, but I don't really like giving broad advice because I don't know, I've made so many mistakes in life. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are the best people to talk to. That way you can avoid making those same mistakes. But um, what about for as far as meeting people online because it sounds like you've had some good success and a lot of people reach out to me because they're having trouble with that first message to reach out because they don't want to seem creepy and they don't want to seem thirsty (laughs) like they're just trying to you know make this a sexual thing so do you remember like kind of your first conversations with your your girlfriend now oh crikey i can remember my first conversation with with a with a first girl I ever chatted to online that was ABDL and at the age of 25 all I could think of was with my cock and yes it was <laughs> terribly wrong and then I slowly learned that people didn't want to talk about sex and diapers straight away and eventually realised that kind of almost have to avoid that part and look for a common ground somewhere else like I think you've mentioned in one of your podcasts about somebody that might like kittens sending a message about kittens or I think the best way to meet people is going to events. However scary it is, it is what allowed our relationship to blossom and bloom into what it is today by by meeting people face-to-face in a comfortable, uh, safe environment. And we made so many friends by chatting. And it's a slow process. I think it's so much better to chat to people face-to-face at an event and it ever is trying to get to know somebody by sending somebody a message. That's true. I never considered that before. So hard. I hate talking to people via text. If I get to know somebody and I feel like I like somebody on chatting with text very, very quickly, I kind of gently ask them if they would like to talk on Skype. I love talking face-to-face. I love seeing people's body language. I think that's so important. Important. Getting to know somebody via text is very, very hard because, well, let's face it, we've all misconstrued text messages from partners and boyfriends and dads and whatever and read it completely wrong because they put an exclamation mark at the end. Of the <laughs> or a question mark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or all caps. Yeah. So, uh, wait, how do you find out <laughs> yeah, about these events and what, what kind of events would you recommend for a first-timer? Oh, my God. See, we go to uh, LBL, which is a very large for England, 160 plus lils. Uh, It's very daunting. It's scary. It's very in your face. But it's 
very, very fun as well. So FetLife, they're all on FetLife. It's about the only place you can find out about this stuff is FetLife. I hate FetLife. I hate FetLife. <laughs> they absolute passion. I never use it, but um, it's great for knowing about events and um, stuff like that. So how do you, uh, I've never done this before. Is it like a public thing, like anyone is allowed to go or are these paid events? Yeah, some, um, the one that's held at a soft play event in London, which is a kids soft play event, you actually have to email her beforehand and she actually checks your, your FetLife account out and you have to have ID. Whereas LBL, you can pretty much rock up with just ID and they let you in, I think. I don't think you're vetted in any way or LBL. Not that that's uh, any indication that it's a badly run event. It's an amazingly well-run event and uh, run by some amazing people. Yeah, but it's, it's it, I don't know how you really find it on FetLife. I was just sort of following other people and they have it on their, their page. Yeah, that's the problem with FetLife that I really hate trying to find these events. I always go to people that I know are going to these events and look on their going to list and then click on it that way. You try finding LBL on FetLife or finding play space or finding binky bumps. It's almost impossible. <laughs> well, that's kind of interesting. But at, at the same time, then you don't have a bunch of random people who aren't into the scene rolling up, which is kind yes. of nice, probably. Yeah, that is true. I guess the best way to find out about the events is following people and looking on their listings of events that they are going to. That's how I always find it. All right, cool. Well, um, so you are on FetLife? Yeah, I think I've said on it. God knows what my password is. <laughs> but yeah, that's my girlfriend. All right. So how can people get in touch with you? Tumblr, anybody can follow me. And well, I've not used it for quite a while. There's quite a lot of interesting articles that I've written on there about, uh, funny enough, our first event that we went to is <laughs> quite a long, long bit of writing on there about there. And lots of other stuff on there that I just found interesting. So what's the name of your Tumblr? So daddy dash the minus sign, the negative sign, for F-O-R dash my dash G-F. Awesome. G-F stands for girlfriend, not gluten free. <laughs> Thank you for mm. clarifying that. <laughs> You're welcome. Not a daddy to gluten free bread. Got it. No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, thank you so much for coming on the show and for telling us a little about events and about yourself. I really enjoyed getting to know you. No, you're welcome. Thank you. Hi. Well, there you have it, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I do have a quick announcement before I go. My boyfriend TK and I are starting a new podcast series on Patreon where we answer questions directly from you. So, to join in on the fun and possibly get your questions answered, head over to patreon.com slash dreamlittle. I'll see you there.